Welcome to We, Women Encouragers and Wellness Enthusiasts. My name is Kelsey. And my name is Morgan. Both nutritionists leading busy lives, just trying to balance it all. Here we will be sharing the stories of inspiring women in our Oregon communities. How do you balance wellness, work, health, and relationships, and all the little things we do in between? Come listen in on the conversations while we chat about all of these and more. Much, much more. Welcome back to We. So today on the podcast, we have an exciting guest. She is from ABC's The Bachelor, but she also is a health coach down in California, San Diego. Um, So we're going to ask her some more questions about healthy living, and we'll probably get into a little bit about The Bachelor later, but we kind of today, we just want to get to know Tenley. So Tenley, can you start off with just telling us your story maybe before and after The Bachelor and kind of how it relates to health and your health journey? And welcome, Tenley. And welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Thanks, ladies. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. And I'm really excited for what your podcast stands for and um, the community that you two have built. Um, Well, the first question's a big one. It's pretty loaded. (laughs) I I know. Um, uh, my story before and after, and um, it there there's so many different slivers of it. So um, should we start with just even my health yeah. uh, story, yeah. maybe? Okay, yeah, cool. let's start with that. Well, okay. actually, can you or never mind? Start was, with before Bachelor and after Bachelor, all around health. Yeah, all health related. Wherever okay. you feel is right <laughs> to start. There we go. <laughs> so all around my health. Let's see. Before the Bachelor. Um, my life, uh, from the day I was born, I was really, really sick. My, I had lots of stomach issues and, um, yeah, just always in and out of the doctor's office. And it actually became, um, something that, I mean, it just was all that I knew, but we knew that something was wrong, but nothing was ever being fixed or diagnosed or anything. Um, and this, it actually does split into my life before the bachelor bachelor and my life after, um, with my health story. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of perfect question. Um, and I was six, six, six and was, like I said, misdiagnosed, probably malnourished. Um, I began like really unhealthy. I began a really unhealthy relationship food at such a young age. I think I can remember back to five, like some tendencies of um, an unhealthy relationship with food, a fear of food, and maybe this desire to have some control in that area of my life because my life was so out of control of not knowing what was causing me this pain. Um, so all that in a nutshell, uh, I go on with life, still sick as a dancer, like I would be running off stage like immediately to like at competition so embarrassing um on runs I just feel like it uh my stomach ruled my life and my world so basically I was told that I had IBS which I um depending on what you believe I do believe that BS or IBS is BS (laughs) I do believe that there is a root cause um, for everything out there I do. And so, uh, I didn't, I didn't learn what that was until, um, 
Man, it was actually kind of happened right before The Bachelor, although The Bachelor was nothing even close to my mind at this point. But I was going through some big life changes. And um, I think that even with that stress, like everything was even worse. I was just really sick and my mentally I was not well with the way that I wanted to control all that. And I was just ill. Um, and my mom read a book, um, actually the G free diet for anybody who's, I, it's kind of, I think old news now, but, um, at that time it was kind of groundbreaking by Elizabeth Hasselbeck and, um, my mom had read it and was like, this, tell me if this sounds like you, because I feel like this is what you've been trying to communicate your whole life. She read parts of it. And so I was given it, um, my mom gave it to me for my birthday or like as a side gift. As, um, they were visiting from Oregon um, down, I lived at the time, I lived in Huntington Beach, California. Um, and my mom had given me that, that book and I started reading it and I couldn't drop it because I just felt like this story, Elizabeth's story was like everything that I'd ever dealt with and gone through plus the, the, the way that it had kind of controlled my life and my mind and just even the way that I did things. Like, I feel like I had a crazy need for controlling my environment even sometimes because of how hard this was on my body or how mentally um, charged I was by the situation, I guess. So um, I finally, so after reading this book, I was like, well, let's go cold turkey, cut out the gluten. And I remember like, the, this is just a little side story because I'm thinking of it and as I'm timelining going chronologically through that part of my life. I remember <laughs> going to Costco, like on a lunch break um, during this time and getting a churro and being like, this is it. This <laughs> 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 the last time I've had it. Well, actually until recently I've had a gluten-free churro, but that was the last time I had like a churro was, and um, this is several years ago now. I'm trying, I did math, but, um, and I went cold turkey on becoming gluten-free. It took me a little while to really realize what it was, but immediately I felt a difference. Immediately my life, my daily life changed. Immediately I was like, holy cow, I can't believe that this is what people, normal people usually feel like, that they don't actually have to spend their evenings. I, I should say, I wasn't always running to the restroom. I was also bent over in half in pain and would go several days without being able to go to the restroom. TMI, but it's part of the story. <laughs> I don't know how deep you all get into everybody's stories, but it, it was, it really, really did kind of control and define my life in a way. So I finally let, or learned a new system. My, um, my, my foods weren't really broad, but also gluten-free at this time was kind of starting to become a little bit more mainstream. Um, there was more research about it. Um, and I did go to a doctor and kind of explore the idea of even getting um, a biopsy of my small intestine for celiac disease because that was at the time like I'd been tested for celiac disease and food intolerances my whole life um and I, I actually ended up declining that because I was feeling so good without the gluten that I was just like this is this is the way I want my life to be um so then the after this very crazy life transition in that was going on alongside of just major heartbreak and um, going on alongside of all of this transition in my life, finally feeling good physically, um, The Bachelor came along. And so 
after and so during that I actually my first season of The Bachelor I was completely gluten-free um I ate a lot of rice pudding um what else did I eat checks I I wasn't very knowledgeable (laughs) and neither were my producers or handlers um and so we did what we could and I also was like I don't want to be sick um because I had gone like a couple months without being sick sick so it was such a a big hurrah but anyway so then get through the bachelor I was gone the whole time I was the runner-up and um after I when I returned home it was Thanksgiving and I thought okay um well I didn't really think that I needed to be completely committed to this lifestyle I knew that it was best for me but I thought every once in a while it probably wouldn't hurt to have something so I had a Thanksgiving meal that year and that was the last I will ever choose, no matter what they do. I just, <laughs> no matter what they do to our food and make it so I can eat it. That was the last I made a choice to um, eat gluten. But I, because I ended up having like, basically it's like food poisoning. Um, and, and I was like, yeah, not meant to, not meant to do this. So, um, <laughs> yep. So that opened up the path to like the kind of the rest of, of that. And then with my health journey after The Bachelor, um, this is just dating me, but Twitter um, was kind of the main, main thing at the time. I think Instagram was just starting, but I, I was tweeting and blogging was beginning too. And people knew that I lived a gluten-free lifestyle and people would ask about it. And so, or just ask how how do you eat this way and it was still new so I started sharing stuff on my on a blog that I created around that time and um just recipes and whatever I could find and I mean my recipes weren't anything healthy because I hadn't adopted this healthy lifestyle yet um so then that kind of as I started seeing all these readers or people just asking more and more and as Instagram even grew and I did another show called Bachelor Pad which was the first spinoff they ever did and the first season and I was a runner-up on that too (laughs) um and um but through all that I did see that people were asking questions and then I decided that um and and there was stuff going on the side of like um job changes and just trying to figure out what 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 was I meant to be doing what like what could I do with my life what are my passions and at that moment it was like well I'm sharing all this stuff but I don't know what I'm talking about and I was starting to learn more of a healthy lifestyle but not really understanding it I was kind of buying the commercial healthy lifestyle and um so I I then decided, all right, I need to be educated. I need to know what I, I'm talking about. So that's when I enrolled in school for nutrition and um, came out and then became a holistic nutrition health coach. And I now see clients um, weekly. Um, my clientele kind of changes, as you can imagine, um, in different seasons of life. But that is one of my greatest passions is watching and seeing and being a part of people's uh, personal journeys and seeing their health improve and hopefully finding answers to maybe something that doctors might not have been able to take the time to sit down and see what was going on or to know what to test because there's no money in this. They're looking for answers in pharmaceuticals. So um, 
that is my journey, my health journey before and after. And then I did one more show <laughs> and my, oh my goodness. Well, uh, that, and then that show, I was probably the healthiest I've ever been, but in a different way. Like I was, I was creating foods with the, this is in Mexico and we had this, um, restaurant and, um, that, that was helping us have foods and stuff. And I was just like shredded chicken and guacamole and even some bacon and but like I had for the first time I think while I was doing one of the shows where it relates to that part of the story is the healthiest mindset that I've ever that I've had in all the shows that I did so in multiple ways but in health that that was one too random question that just came up at the end of that did you so you were saying you kind of worked at the end you had like the healthiest out of all three shows mindset did you help other people because you're a health coach right mm. now did you help other people kind of be healthier while on the show as well um well the paradise and i was gone the whole time for that one too i don't know if you'd call me a runner-up but i because i at the very very end didn't know what was going on and i broke up with this guy because he's like wait what you're, where's i'm not getting engaged to um I just met him (laughs) Um, but I so it was a a shorter time to film three weeks I think that maybe producer yeah and a lot happens in three weeks yeah I don't realize that oh my people people get engaged on that show and end up being together yeah we've seen all the episodes oh yeah Yeah. like (laughs) like, I hope they stay together forever so yeah um but yeah, so life, what was it? Oh, the, that goes by really, really fast. And I think that even just the, I was gone for a month total, about a week of it, depending on how they fly you all in, you're sequestered for different times. And so I was in a hotel room, um, locked in a hotel room where producers would come and visit me. And um, I, I knew that by this time, this is my third show. I'm like, I have a budget. They, they, I have an endless budget. So I'm going to get these producers to come to my room by ordering them alcohol and chips and guac and give them a party and stuff. And so I don't know that I was the greatest example, um, <laughs> but they, but I think that they did learn some things from me and the choices that I made of what I ordered to the room. Um, and then to the other cast members, I think that there were a couple people that it kind of adapted to, like people were ordering my pizza. Um, so I was like, I really want pizza. And it's one of my favorite foods. And so I said to the, the guys that worked at this restaurant at this hotel, can you just take some tor- corn tortillas and like, put some like make a pizza like you would but on the corn tortilla and I don't do great with corn but this was a way that I could partake with everyone else and then they started making them bigger and bigger and then everybody started ordering Tenley's pizza so um I feel like people kind of adapted to that and just would um you know kind of started to see the different things that I would do or the I don't know just yeah um I also had taken some um some shakes with me just to make sure that I had some greens, like some, some shakes that had greens in them, because it's a little harder when you're somewhere else to get, make sure you get the greens that I was used to. And, um, I think, and people tried that. There were a couple other people that were really healthy minded, another person that was gluten-free. So, um, but I, I like to think that I'm creative with food. So that was, that was fun and probably the only way that I could actually inspire or influence others while there. 
No, I love that you said that. You basically created a party, but the fact that you're there <laughs> still and you're like, create the healthiest party. Kind of like you're there too, and you're like hanging out and you like normalize it, which is huge. Oh, that and that's what I that's what I want to do with all my clients is like give them a life of freedom and a normal life, but one that's gonna serve them better, that they can actually function their best. So right. um, that's so cool. Yeah. No, that's, so, that's my whole story. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh my gosh. I loved hearing that. And I can relate personally to that in so many ways. So um, that was really fun to hear. So I guess. Um, I'd love to hear your story sometime. I know that your listeners probably have heard some of this. <laughs> yes. No, no. I was just thinking about all the things about how you said about like, um, just like this about the churro. Because I had said on our podcast way back um I ate this like sub sandwich from this place called Big Town Hero and it was like oh, yes you remember that place <laughs> yeah I was like this oh, is yeah. my last sub sandwich before I go gluten free and um just some of the things that you were talking about symptom wise I was like yes that is how I felt but um so it's uh fun well it's not it's never fun to hear that someone else went through that but it's always nice to relate Right. Absolutely. To relate. And then also know that there was a light at the end of the tunnel. And, mm. um, I do want to end, add in that there was also a good chunk of while I was even while I went to school that I decided to work with a another, um, she's a clinical nutritionist that I can, and who had gone to the same school that I went to, um, that I could work alongside with like as she would be my nutritionist while I was in school and so that really really helped actually yeah. but I had so much gut repair to do I I was still not 100% I had major fatigue I was still getting sick way too often um did I did a candida protocol and worked through some major gut uh repair and um that was my true that was like the the dirty work after finding out greatest culprit if that makes sense and then my lifestyle has just improved even more and I just feel like there's even more freedom to it now because you peeled it yourself yeah (laughs) well I think that's something that people don't and I didn't know for a long time is like when you go gluten-free you're not just all of a sudden you're not all of a sudden better you know you're not and it seems that easy but it's not that easy like you do and I've done the candida candida thing and all those things as well because you you have to because you're you've been almost like poisoning yourself for so long exactly so yeah um no that's funny yeah so um wait I have one question yeah because gluten-free and this is just a random question because gluten-free and dairy-free always go together Mm -hmm. are you dairy-free as well no the funny thing well I I I have basically I very I'm very limited on a, a dairy diet um and it did show up in food sensitivity tests along the way that I did do, you know, as I was kind of learning that the scope of those things, testing myself and everything comes in handy. Um, but, uh, I am sensitive to a lot of cow dairy. I do eat goat, um, and then avoid like any animal dairy for milk. (laughs) Um, but my husband is a hundred percent dairy free. Um, so we are the worst couple for anybody to host <laughs> that is not familiar with dietary um, specialties because we're he's like dairy free and I'm gluten free. But I 
I eat like probably 90% dairy free, but I leave that 10% probably open for a nice charcuterie board. Nice. When, when, a, when a friend has it out or something. Like that. Right. Oh, that's, that's good. Oh my gosh. That's funny that he's, is he, does he eat gluten free too then? Well, his lifestyle is probably more like 60% gluten-free, basically <laughs> what, what we eat together. But he when we're out, he orders what he wants. But our home is 100% gluten-free. I get very like, <laughs> when anybody walks into my house with other food. <laughs> right. Well, it's a real cross-contamination. It's a real thing. It is. And I always get a little bit sick eating out even because, you know, I make exceptions because like I said, pizza is my favorite thing. And I have not found, I found one place that we have here, but there's not many pizza places that you can just get a fully cross-contaminated free kitchen um, and get a pizza. So, um, and sub sandwiches are my favorite too. And I cried over giving those up, but I haven't given those up. I, I get them lettuce wrapped and they're even better. But. Right. Right. Yeah. There's compromises you can make. It's all about balance. That's what we always talk about here. You can do yes. You just find better options of the things you used to love, you know? Yes. Like, I've heard you say, I think you said upgrades. Uh-huh. You said on Instagram. Yeah, upgrades. And I liked that. So. Uh, upgrades are, is one of my favorite, is one of my favorite words when, when working with clients. Because I want, again, like, to normalize or to give, like, life can still be good, but let's make it even better. Yeah. I like that positive spin that Upgrade has, mm-hmm. too. Like, I feel like so many people come and they're just like, oh, I have to do this. Like, right. you know, you want to. You know, at the end of the tunnel, like, once you get there, like, you're going to feel so good. And it's just, I always say, like, it's building good habits on top of, or better habits on top of good habits. Yeah, and, exactly. yeah, and just normalizing things. I like Upgrade. I might steal that from you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Please use it. And I also try to use it for myself on days where I'm like, uh, I don't, I don't want that. Upgrade <laughs> it. Make it fun. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. And cause I think it, there comes a time where like, and I found myself in this before I figured out how to do those upgrades, but like you find yourself like eating healthy gets boring. You know, if yeah, you're eating yeah. just like vegetables and broccoli broth- and chicken, yeah, and it's like it gets boring. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's kind of the commercial healthy that I was trying to be, and I was like, this is not gonna last forever. No, no. longevity. Got to figure Yeah. So you, it seems to me like you had a really quick kind of like turnaround. You were basically like, oh, I found this gluten free, gluten free, can't talk thing. It's like healing me slowly but surely and then like boom you're on bachelor and then boom you're on bachelor pad and then boom you're on bachelor in paradise and then now now you're married i am whole thing which is amazing and before i ask the main question that i kind of want to ask how how did you feel like learning all these things like did your passion grow in nutrition because of the quickness that you went through all this because you were like i just want to be healed how was stress? Because I feel like being on shows was stressful. I don't know. Like, how was it all? That's a great question. So the the journey was interesting, but um, all of it was such a like a great life lesson in that. Just even kind of connects to outside of my health part of my life. Because I like I said, there's so multiple facets like of divisions of stories I could tell along so many different parts of my life in these seasons. And, um, during the bachelor days, like, I guess, um, 
I was so committed to continuing to get better because it, I mean, that felt good to finally feel decent or what I never knew could feel good. And, um, but before, like, just even in that bachelor world, I know it's, it, it is pretty stressful, but at the same time, the first show bachelor was one of the most freeing moments that I had had for a while, just because I had gone through such a big life change and had had so much heartbreak and like sadness, but I got to take a vacation from the life that I left behind me. Yes, I was putting myself in a new emotional environment and um, got to even took it pretty deep getting to that very end and, and considering even possibly being engaged to this guy or leaving in a relationship with The Bachelor. Thankfully, that didn't happen. But <laughs> at that time, I mean, that's where my mind was. But um, I think that... Uh, it was like probably one of the, and I don't recommend this for anybody to be like, go on to the bachelor for healing of any kind. Do not. <laughs> but because I had no expectations and I just kind of hopped into this and even that turnaround and how I happened to be on the show, like just happened very quickly. And I feel like all in all, like that was just a very, very carefree time for me. And food wasn't even like it just for the, for, uh, after kind of deciding to go gluten-free, the like what I, I I don't know how to explain it. like well, I do but I don't know what words to use but I felt like I had been bound up in chains for so long of not feeling good and wanting so much control over that which led me in unhealthy directions like I mentioned but um at that point when I started finally eating gluten-free like I, I felt like these chains had come off of me so even on The Bachelor for the first time I don't even remember thinking that much about food except for like Huh, I'm hungry. I can eat something. What what do you got for me? You know, and um and not not having an obsession over um so I just feel like that was actually a really healing and that's a unique story. I feel like again, I wouldn't recommend anybody to go do it. And it is a stressful environment, but I think it helped me hop out of something that was even more stressful. And then the second show obviously became more of a TV show, I knew exactly, or more of a thing, because I knew exactly what I was getting myself into, and then um, the last one, I just feel like I even, it had been a couple years, I had been in a other relationship from Bachelor Pad for a couple years, and then found myself back into the franchise on Bachelor in Paradise after that, and so I'd had some years of just kind of growing up, and um, some even time to be single, um, after that big breakup that I health wise, all in all my heart, my emotional state, my, um, my health, um, I felt like even just a more confident and more whole person and was just, a, I was just completely different. So I don't know if that really answers your question, but it kind of gives a little picture of the, the progress that I've made over the years with or without the bachelor. I, I, I'd like to think that, I mean, I think that I was, I could have very easily not been chosen or continued on with these shows, but for some reason I got to do them. And I do feel like they play a part in my life, my personal life for sure. So. Totally. They totally do. And I think it's super cool like that you're just like, Hey, I'm, I'm basically normal. Like this progressed over time. Mm -hmm. Like that's, And it's cool. And it's eye opening. I feel like for a lot of people too, to just like 
realize it's a constant reminder everybody needs to realize that like health is not like a one-stop shop it's like a whole thing like you're, all aspects it's of a health, roller yeah. coaster whether we like it or not but you just gotta you're on the ride you just gotta be okay with continuing it yeah I like what you just said yeah and it's not a it's not a just a one-stop shop and it's not a magic pill and I I think that there's I so many of my clients they're really digging for that magic pill and I wish there was one but um but I think we all know when we're looking for help that there's something even greater like we we know that something's not right so but yeah so it was definitely it, it was a journey for sure but it did progress <laughs> over time so that's good that's good your healing that. came from more than just food so that's great yeah I love that you brought that up too that yeah. it's more than just the food feeling mm. mentally and physically and emotionally and all the above that's cool I like that yeah yeah. So, so emotionally and relationally, I have one more question. Yeah, no, no, no. I <laughs> just before we want to wrap this one up. Yes, you asked me a question. Well, so one of the biggest parts of your life right now is Taylor, your husband, yes. right? Yes. How did you guys meet? Because I mean, you were on the Bachelor and Bachelor Pad and all the above, but and those are like all around love. But like you found your love story, which I think is super cool, off of those shows. Mm-hmm. So, how did you meet him? Give us the brief. Oh, no, I'm a talker. Um, um, Well, I'm so glad that he wasn't somebody from the show either. I am so grateful for that. He actually has never even seen me on the shows. Um, I mean, I don't really want to watch his past relationships. (laughs) I, I think there will be a day and we're getting closer to maybe him being able to even watch just the first episode of my first Bachelor ever. And you'd be surprised of the certain kind of men that actually do walk up to me and say, my wife watches the show. Can I get a picture or whatever? And you're like, <laughs> I'm so like, first, I know that they watch it. But then second, it's also like, you watch it? <laughs> like, anyway, <laughs> the confession so funny. Yeah. Um, but back to Taylor. So I met him. I honestly, I can't imagine. I'm, I'm sure we would have found each other. I like to think that. But. Without the show and the people that I met, not even on the show, but because of the show, the way that it, my life like led me because of it and the, the route that it took me, I don't, I, that's how I met him, but it was through a mutual friend. These, um, uh, this guy that was in a Bible study with Taylor, my husband, um, they, he, they barely even knew each other, but he was a mutual friend. And he said to me one night, Hey, you should meet this guy. And I was like, no, thanks. I'm really content at that moment. And he said, um, all right, but he's, he's really good looking. And I was like, you know, like whatever, show me a picture. And I opened up Taylor's Instagram and there were like beautiful photos, but nothing of him. And then I was maybe a little intrigued, but a little disappointed. Like I want to see this guy, but also a little bit, a little bit like, Oh wait, this is a good thing. He doesn't have a whole bunch of pictures of himself. He's probably not like, not like, not like any of the other guys that I've dated or <laughs> maybe from the show or something. Cause they're not, promo- he's not promoting himself. Anyway, we ended up having like a blind date coffee, um, coffee date. And it was, that was just, it was it. Oh, that is so long cool. Story, long story. <laughs> okay. I love that. 
this is really random and this might be put off, but I really just had this like feeling that it was going to go like you were going to say something about Bible study or like God or something. I had this really weird feeling right before this. So I was like, I wonder if she's Christian or like religious. Yes. So random. Okay. So cool. Yeah. I don't know. That was like so cool. I was like, I'm just curious, but I'm not going to bring it up. But like, mm-hmm. yes, but absolutely. So I uh, definitely when that was also key player in my whole journey as well (laughs) that's amazing that's really cool do you have a I just have to ask now do you have a routine like with that and all uh with like just my devotions and stuff yeah 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 Um, personally kind of out of like a really good one like without out of a really good routine but one thing that Taylor and I do um is this book called navigators council and we set aside Wednesday morning have you do you guys know of the roll-offs Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So they they uh, wrote this. They, it's a beautiful journal. It's yeah. a marriage journal, and mm-hmm. um, we I've do we said it's a what? I've heard of it. Yeah, I've been it's, wanting to get it. It's awesome. Okay. Uh, um. So we set aside. It's a marriage journal. We set aside um time on Wednesday mornings. Um. And sometimes it's hard. We have to be like, oh, he's got to go to work, and like. We got to get to this topic another time, but it basically checks in of like, um, kind of what, uh, what was your high and low in a way, or what was hard for you? What was, what was joy for you? Um, kind of checking in accountability wise in a sense with each other. And then talking about planning and schedule and dreams and hopes and expectations. And then, um, it's, it's really, really cool. So mm-hmm. I want to get that. I just got married not too long ago, so that would be <gasps> to get for sure. Congratulations. When did you get married? August. So uh, coming up on a year, August 4th. So. Oh, my gosh. That year just flies. We just celebrated our one-year anniversary. Oh, it does go by fast, huh? It's uh-huh. crazy how, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And you're already out of year. That's awesome. It's crazy. Morgan, are you in a relationship? Yeah, and it's actually funny. It's because of her. <laughs> oh, I love yeah. that. We were really good friends first, and then now I'm dating one of her husband's best friends. So it's like all four of us hang out all the time. Yeah. yeah. That is so yeah. cool. Even and we better. were set up on a blind date, not us. But like, not, yeah, not us. <laughs> not us. <laughs> but. Me and my best friend were basically set up on a blind date, so. And really? Like, my best girlfriend. <laughs> so there yeah. you go. That's cool. Oh. Yeah, we'll have to tell you off this how we met or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So we could talk for ages and we're going to bring you class. So everybody stay tuned. But before we go, we ask every single guest these two main questions. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Number one, if a woman was listening to this and if you could encourage her with one thing, what would you say to her? Oh, I had a heads up on this too, but it just depends on what what area we're even talking about um with anything yeah maybe maybe it's kind of an all over all over the board thing and one of my greatest things to remind anybody but especially women because tender hearts um is that I believe that there's something more than you could ever imagine um if if you're it could have something to do with like your health not not being 100% I believe there's something even greater like keep digging or even in relationships or your heart's desires like 
that um, there there's so much something so much greater than you could ever imagine on the other side. And um, we go through seasons in life, and um, just to to hold on to that hope that there's always something greater than you can imagine in in your in those moments of sadness or brokenness or kind of losing the hope. So that's what I would say. I love that. Yeah, that was good. That was a good answer. And then our last question is, what does wellness mean to you? This is another hard one. They are. Um, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it is hard because, as you can tell through my own personal journey, like, I've learned different different parts of wellness. But let's see. I've summed it up by getting to live your your best life. Um, that That's what a well life looks like to me. Um, a healthy life looks to me is getting to live my best life with freedom. I love so, it. But so I think I think we could put that in the category of what wellness even looks like to me. I like that you brought up freedom. I don't mm-hmm. think anybody's brought that word into it yet. No. Freedom is one of my <laughs> biggest things that I have discovered along the way. And I even have a group program called Food Freedom Program. So we'll talk about that some other time. Cool. Yeah. That's super cool. Well, we are so happy you came on here. We love chatting with you and we wish you could, we could chat for hours, honestly. Yes, totally. So before we let you go, where can our guests, our guests, our listeners find you like Instagram or Facebook or yeah. All right. I'm on all of the things, but at the moment I use Instagram probably the most. Um, and that's, Tenley Molzon, T-E-N-L-E-Y-M-O-L-Z-A-H-N on Instagram. You can also probably search, I almost didn't even say my name right, Tenley Leopold, (laughs) because I'm a Leopold now, but you know, when you have to change your handle. So Tenley Molzon, pretty much across the board on Facebook and Twitter, which I haven't tweeted in a while. Um, And then also my my website as of now is still um, Sweet and Free Life. Dot com, Perfect. or you can just put in tenleymolson.com. You'll find it there too. Yeah, Perfect. and we'll link that all in the show notes yeah. too, so it's super easy to find her. Perfect. Thanks, you guys. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you for coming on today. We will talk to you soon. Sounds great. Thanks, ladies. Bye. Bye. Bye.